what's up everybody i know it's been a little minute you know it's been a while since i uh, did my podcast but i'm back now you know we about to get right back to it i'm gonna have them coming for y'all episode after episode now you know i just had to take a little time off after the whole nip situation and then i got sick but now I'm back at it, and we about to get straight back to it. So uh, today, what I'm talking about is, and this is not going to be a real long one, but um, I'm talking about the importance of knowledge of self and the importance of ownership and financial literacy in the black community, because that's two things that we really lack as black people collectively, you know, um, due to things like the transatlantic slave trade and 500 years of institutional institutionalization of the mind. And, you know, like even after slavery, we got out and we still had, you know, like Jim Crow laws against us and all of that stuff. We kind of lost our identity. You know what I'm saying? And when I say knowledge of self, I just mean knowing where you come from so you can know who you are so you and like one of my things that I always say is in order to understand where you need to go you need to understand the past you know what I mean like you you have to understand where you came from and if you don't know where you came from and if you don't know your past how can you know where you're going so um, when I say knowledge of self I'm meaning like understanding your roots and a lot of us, we have been institutionalized mentally to just think like, OK, how can I put it? I'm trying to put it the way it makes sense. Um, Like we just think that, you know, like prior to slavery, we didn't have no history. We just think like, you know, slavery happened and then. Harriet Tubman, Frederick Douglass, Martin Luther King, Obama, now we're here. Like, we have no sense of self because we don't know that slavery was a small portion on our grand history. I feel like if, if we knew that prior to slavery and being institutionalized in the mind that we were royalty, and when I say royalty, I mean this. Black people are the only people in the world who has had more than one kingdom reign over the world. And what I mean is that each, like, all right, so if we look at, like, the Chinese, they had the Ming and the Qing dynasties, I believe. And that's when, like, they they were, like, you could consider them a world super superpower or like top two um if you go and you look at like um europe the europe european um i would say that they are in their reign now where they kind of sort of rule the world they have conquered many lands and they are the world's superpower and when i say the european i'm not talking about just europe i'm talking about europe i'm talking about the united states i'm talking about uh canada because if i'm not mistaken canada is like um under 
English rule or something like that. Um, they had even went to Australia and they conquered all of that. So they are in there like one reign now, but all kingdoms fall. But black people, we have had more than one reign. And what I mean is if you go back to ancient Kemet, we were a world superpower and we got um, invaded by the Greeks and then by the Romans and we fell. And then a couple years, couple like thousand years later, you see the Songhai, well, the Songhai Empire rise up. And that was like the kingdoms in like Mali with the Moors and, you know, kings like Sunni Ali and Mansa Musa. And that was when we we had um, went into Europe and we kind of sort of re- rewoke Europe out of there with what they called the Dark Ages. It is a book that I think everybody should read. It's called Moors in Spain. That's one and the Golden Age of the Moor. But I don't want to get too deep in like a history lesson, but I just want to speak on like black people having knowledge itself because I feel like if we knew who we truly were and this is by design. We didn't just lose sense of self out the blue. When we were enslaved all the way until now with our like school system and our teachings, they hide our true history because if we knew and if we know who we truly are or, or truly were, well, truly are, then it would spark like how can I put it? It would spark something in our minds to not take the back seat, if that makes sense. And um, I just feel like a lack of knowledge of self is probably the most detrimental thing to us. And when you have a lack of knowledge of self, you adopt outside cultures. You adopt things that are foreign to you. You have millions upon millions of black people who think that we always were Christian or think that we always were Muslim or think that we always were American or blah, 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 blah. Now, this is kind of sort of off topic, but the original Native American was us. Every black person did not get brought here on a slave ship. That is one thing that is 100 percent fact. All you have to do is go and research. If y'all want to, y'all can go and read um, read this book. It's called They Came Before Columbus by Ivan Van Sertima. And it goes to show you how the um, they were the Nubians, how they migrated here following the transatlantic trade winds. And they came here and they settled here and they started what is the oldest known civilization in America, which is the Omex. And um, that is why there are um, pyramids and things built here with the Omex and the Incas and the Aztecs and the Mayans and so on and so forth because they all had African influence. But that's a story for a whole nother day. 
but yeah we we all didn't come here on slave ships a lot of us were already here but a lot of us did come here on slave ships but we don't know that history because they hid it from us so we have no sense of self and we don't have a sense of pride in our indigenous self we we how can i put it we have pride in what they taught us that we are so when i say stuff like that like that we lack knowledge of self and it's detrimental i say that because when you don't know who you are they can tell you whatever they want you to think about yourself and then you will think that that is who you are so that is one of the major downfalls of the black community that we have no knowledge of self we don't know who we are we don't have no sense of self we don't have no sense of our origin and we don't really know the truth about ourselves and our power they they taught us that our indigenous spiritual systems were devil worship and we believed it and now we think that what they gave us as far as their religions is better than our indigenous spiritual systems and it's like things like that are real detrimental to the psyche of the black man and the black woman now um when it comes to the lack of financial literacy and ownership that is one thing that is like killing us crazy because one one thing that as black people we we always complain about is gentrification and rightfully so because we know how that works they come into our hoods they come into our neighborhoods and they buy up the hoods and they ship us out well first and foremost it's really no such thing as a black community if we if we want to be specific because when you say a black community you mean in a community that is owned by blacks we don't own anything in our communities the people that own the communities and this is worldwide they run the school systems they run the healthcare, which is the hospitals and they run the food which is the markets if you don't own any of those three because those are the most important things to in a community if you don't own those things you don't own your community we don't even really really own homes in our communities now we have some blacks that own homes here and there but on a grander scale we are not owners in our quote-unquote community so the community isn't even ours we inhabit those communities but um like I say, we always talk about, you know, gentrification, gentrification. When you own shit, you don't have to worry about gentrification. Because when you're a owner, you own it. Gentrification only affects those who don't own their own shit. And that is one thing that we don't do. And we don't own our stuff because, again, this is by design. We aren't taught about ownership and things like real estate. We aren't even taught how to do our own taxes. I had a friend that went to a Jewish school, 
all his life. And he said that when they were in the, I, I believe he said the eighth grade, one of their projects in class was if you had $10,000, how would you turn $10,000 into $100,000 in 365 days? We aren't learning stuff like that in our school system because our school system is trash and the curriculum is designed to keep us as dumbed down as we possibly can. They don't teach us how to learn. They teach us what they think we should be learning, which is bullshit. We are in the damn seventh grade playing hot cross buns on a recorder that has nothing to do with real life you know what i'm saying and so when i talk about us and our plights i'm not blaming the cause on us but i am saying that only us can save us we have to dig ourselves out of the own out of our own hole that they put us in it sounds like, nah, man, but why don't why don't they just take their foot off our necks? Nobody's going to do that. If I don't like someone and I'm holding him down, why would I let my foot off of his neck? It just doesn't make sense. Because they know that we are not the minority. We are the world majority. But they have trained us in the mind to think that we are the minority. They have trained us in the mind to think that we are broke, to think that we don't have money. Black America is the richest nation on the planet. We just have the worst spending habits. Between Black Friday and Cyber Monday, from that Friday to that Monday, annually, we spend as a collective unit $5 billion just on those three days. We have money. We just don't have financial literacy and we don't understand what to do with the money. So I say that knowledge itself and ownership slash financial literacy is our biggest downfalls in the black community, in the black diaspora. And one of the things that we have to do, we have to educate ourselves we we have to break the chain we have to want to do better for ourselves. you know what i mean because they not going to give us shit and as black people we look for handouts from them too much you know what i'm saying and things like um like when you depend on the government you give them all power over you when you don't you are your own boss even if you work for a company if you understand how money works you know that all right i might work a nine to five but i'm savvy with my money so i'm gonna use this job to maybe invest in some stock maybe invest in some real estate um might you know maybe i might take some of this cash and pay for a real estate class so i can learn the ins and ins and outs that's how you break the chains you don't just work a nine to five and let that be your only form of income 
you don't work a nine to five and break your back for them your whole life and that's it you have to use the system to beat the system and when i say be be how can i put it becoming financial fine becoming financially literate i'm sorry becoming financially literate it does not mean that you have to own a fortune 500 company you don't have to own a big this a a big that but you have to have ownership somewhere i don't care if you just own stocks if you own some cryptocurrency own your home first and foremost if you didn't like all right if you are buying a car own your car if you lease leasing your car pay your car off so you can own your car now if you do want to own like you know a fortune 500 that's cool you know what i'm saying you know strive for it because even if you strive for a fortune 500 and you really really put in the put in the time and the grind even if you don't get to a fortune 500 i bet that you might get to a, a fortune 200 which which could still bring you millions of dollars per year or you could just be a owner of something you know what i'm saying but what i what i say when it comes to ownership is that you just want to have your hands on something that you own if you own your home and say all right boom say you live in a community and you you are in a row of four homes and you are the only person on that row that own your home and someone wants to come and buy that lot out or something or you know purchase those homes the people that are renting they're getting kicked the fuck out because they don't own it but if you own your home you have the ability to negotiate a price so even even if like you own your home and you may not want to sell your home but you have the leverage to say hey i don't want to sell my home or you can say okay cool i will sell it for this price and we can sit down and talk prime example if you um if you live in like the Baltimore or like the Randallstown, Owens Mills type of place. It is this big um, shopping thing. It's called Foundry Row. And when they built it, it was this dude that owned a house there on that land. He was the only house left on that land, but he owned his house. So the people that wanted to build that big strip mall, they said, well you own this so we you, like we can't build our our project until you leave but he was smart so what he said is okay cool y'all can have this space but y'all have to give me two percent ownership of your whole project and that is what comes with the power of ownership and they gave him two percent and and that whole place makes roughly like like I'm gonna just go on a limb and say like 10 million per month. He's probably getting about 200,000 per month just because he owned his home and he was financially 
literate enough to say, cool, y'all can have this, but let's negotiate something. And that's what comes with the power of ownership. So for the black community, we just need to have knowledge itself and we have to be financially literate and have ownership those are the key tools that I believe to get us out of this hole that we're in we need to know who we truly are and we need to know how to work the economy in our favor but yeah you know yeah that was it man I just wanted to get that to y'all you know, but I'm going to be back soon. Stay tuned. If you follow me on Facebook, Demetrius Meets Johnson. And if you follow me on the gram at underscore less dot build, just keep on the lookout. I'm going to keep them posts coming. And I'm going to let y'all know when the next podcast is coming through. Peace.